ensnares privily, they say, who shall see them? They search out iniquities. They accomplished a diligent search. Both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. <coughs> but God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be wounded. So they shall make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away. And all men shall fear and shall declare the, the work of God. For they shall wisely consider of his doing. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him. And all the upright in heart shall glory. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, once again for uh, bringing us into this place. Lord, this is um, 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 a new place for us for uh, the next three weeks. But Lord, um, we are content. We are we are joyful that we come. We are, uh, Lord, um, grateful of your provision. And Lord, uh, we continue to pray for a place where we can um, serve you and when we can uh, use, Lord, a property where your people uh, will be able to do things for you. But Lord, um, this is a place that you have provided, so therefore we, we rejoice. And thank you once again, Lord, for um, being with us this morning. Your presence, Lord, is the most important thing that uh, why we come. And Lord, uh, your, um, um, your words um, today, um, your words are the, are, are, uh, the main reason also that uh, we gather together because we want to hear from you. And Lord, I pray that as I um, stand here, I pray that it's the Holy Spirit of God that will speak to the hearts of your people. Touch the, the hearts of your people, O oh God, and help us to understand your word. Teach us, Lord, the way um, that um, you want us to, to understand. And bless your people once again. Thank you for um, allowing us to come this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, again, uh, this chapter, uh, chapter 64, is um, uh, the, the Psalm of David. David right here is very much, um, you know, in with problem because of his people. There are people around him that's trying to concoct this idea of um, taking him out of the throne. But David right here is, you know, he has this uh, faith in the Lord and that faith of his, of, of his to the Lord is the one really that um, enabled him to come to the Lord in every time he has a problem. Now, this is a big problem that he's facing, and he asked the Lord, and he knows that the, the Lord God of heaven will listen to him. And he said in verse number one, Hear my voice, O God, in my prayer, preserve my life from fear of the enemy. The enemy uh, that he's talking about is not just the enemy outside, but the enemy within. Um, he has problem of uh, the people that are trying to, um, you know, take him down. So again, when trouble comes to him, his faith in the Lord is the is the strongest, you know, um, um, thing that it, the, the 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 Lord um, is approachable. The Lord is um, right there, willing to listen to his prayer. This psalmist again always uh, turn to God um, and please the Lord for the preservation of his life. 
because the enemy will not stop um, to take him down, to, to try to take him down. So he describes the character and um, you know the practices and the nature of the wicked in this chapter. He he um, give this to the people to understand uh, who these people are and what kind of people they are. So these people are the people who would try to destroy his soul, his his uh, his life. Not just take him out of the kingdom, but also really to kill him. So again, he understands that that in the end, in the end of this all of these things, the Lord will you know will sit in judgment and will judge these people and punish every evildoer. And that is uh, his belief because it's not happening yet. But he believes that the Lord in the end will give his will render his judgment. And that's what happened here in this um, in this chapter. So here, verses number one and verse number two, he said, "Hear my voice, O God, in my prayer. Preserve my life from fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity." So, um, as you see, these people really are concocting the idea of meeting in secret um, to to you know overthrow King David and these people he he called them the workers of iniquity and you see um, his confidence again in the Lord uh, enables him to uh, to pray to God and he knows that God will always hear him when he prays Again, my, my friend, you can you can relate to this. You can relate to this in your own personal life, when uh, there are people around you that will try to undermine um, your uh, position or something, or your being a father or a, a mother or a sister or a brother uh, in your household or in workplace or wherever you are. Uh, if people around that, you can sense that there are people that will try to. Um, you know, um, make you make you look bad, and you know it is very common in our home. Uh, I have my I have my children. Uh, one one child will try to uh, make things you know look bad so that uh, the other the other child will be punished. So that is very common, and again, um, it happens to young children. It happens to parents. It happens to workplaces. It happens everywhere. This kind of spirit is not just, you know, to this to these people that um, around surrounding David, but this kind of spirit is common. This is everywhere. So therefore, the approach of King David is very, very, you know, uh, wise because he knows the Lord is looking at all of this. So he comes to the Lord and asks the Lord for help. And he, he understands that the Lord will always um, help him. The Lord will always listen and will hearken to his voice. And the Lord will render judgment and rescue him. So his enemies, they are meeting in secret. They have um, secret meetings. And uh, these people, they have planned for his destruction. In verse number, verse number 3, and also um, um, verse number 3 to 6 he said here who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows 
even bitter, bitter words, that they may shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly, uh, do they shoot at him and fear not. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune of laying snares privily. They say, who shall see them? They search out iniquities. They accomplish a diligent search. Both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. So again, um, David uh, is looking at these um, people and he is, he is um, sad that these people are thinking this, this way. These people, they are, they are, he said, they are wicked. They are, um, uh, they are the enemies of righteousness. And their strategies, their strategies, their, their way of um, life, their way of uh, bringing him down um, is, is very, very subtle. But yet, David understands that they will one day come to an end. They will one day come to an end. So this is what he said about these people. He said, these people, they sharpen their tongues. They sharpen their tongues to utter words that, that's really, really uh, damaging, dam damaging to him. They utter words, they, they meet around, they, they, they um, maybe put a plot against him, and they, they bend their bows to fling their arrows of bitter words i don't know how how they express that how they but the words that will come out from their mouth are just you know very very uh obnoxious that um, perhaps um if someone that's in the neutral will hear them they will they will sympathize them and they will again uh some kind of a recruiting people to side with them to go against David. So again, what happened here, David, you cannot see David used his own power or use his own words to counter them. But David's approach is not to counter them with words and not to counter them with strength. But David's approach is he, you know, he went to the Lord. He asked the Lord for help. He asked the Lord for uh, his protection. And he knows that the Lord will listen um, to him. So again, these people, they attack their victim. In this scenario, it is, it is David who is the victim here. And they attack without fear of retaliation. They do not think that, you know, they do not think that um, um, uh, uh, David will be able to retaliate. But they will just um, uh, attack David uh, in a wicked, wicked manner. They plan secret attacks, vicious attempts, and also bring um, David down uh, to his, you know, end. And these people, they labor, uh, they, they labor evil feelings in their heart. They, they you know, just um, put all those things in, in, their, in their heart to go against David and and um, labor together that their labors and their work manifested their deeds that they planned to destroy David um, and destroy him all at once. But again, David is um, a person here that we can really say 
Uh, no one can touch David. The reason being that no one can touch David is because his, his heart is fully trusting in the Lord. That is, my friend, is the thing that if you in your person this morning, if you put your faith in the Lord and fully trusting in Him, you are like David. You are not afraid of any um, dangers around you. You are not afraid of any people that will um, plan of your destruction. Why? Because you know that the Lord is on your side and the Lord will help you against your enemies. That, that is really what we can see in David's approach here against these enemies that's trying to uh, destroy him. And in verse number, verse number 7 and verse number 8, you will find that uh, in, this, in this chapter, you will find that uh, in these verses, God in, in his vengeance against the enemies, because the Lord will really um, lift himself up and, and uh, exert effort to destroy the enemies of David, and the Lord himself is the one that will bend his bow and shoot his arrows against the enemies. While the enemies is trying to, to bend their bows and shoot arrows at him, David is expecting that the Lord is the one that will bend his bows and shoot his arrow against the enemies of David. Again, verse number 7, But God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly, they shall be wounded. The word suddenly, they shall be wounded. In other words, these people, they thought that they are on the upper hand in this, you know, um, kind of animosity. They thought that they are on the upper hand and trying to destroy David and they are on the advantage. But all of a sudden, these people will just get wounded. Without David's inserting effort uh, to defend himself or to attack them personally. So that David will just wait upon the Lord and watch them and see them. And all of a sudden, you can see that these people, they fall one by one. And you see, I remember Pastor Jimbo. I remember Pastor Jimbo uh, building a building. We, we built a building. And um, the people at the front is complaining. Oh, of course, it's noisy, um, you know, and dusty and, and, and dirty all over the place. The side also is complaining the same thing. The, the other side is like all the people in our surrounding there in the building, they are complaining. And they are um, charging Pastor Jimbo and, and, and said those threats and, and um, very sharp words and, and threatened, uh, the, you know, uh, and they, they, they uh, accused Pastor Jimbo of... Um, anything in the in the barangay and then pastor jimbo asked for help and uh we went there to we talked to the barangay captain and all that and pastor jimbo would just pray he would just pray about this um, neighbors and then just few months from there one by one these people like got sick and then died these people run you know without without you charging them back without you like trying to um, defend yourself, you just ask the Lord. Amen. You just ask the Lord and, and He will help. Especially when you are, you know, a person that, you know, um, um, innocent in this, in this situation. David, I believe, is innocent in this situation. It's just that maybe out of envy or whatever things that 
came to the heart of these people while they come why they come together why they meet together in secret why they try to um, raise an insurrection against David why they want uh, David out you know even though all the people around David wanted him out but the Lord does not want David out <laughs> and that is what one thing that David you know held in his life God's favor upon him when God's favor is upon him, he will not be afraid of anything. That is why here uh, in verse number 7 and verse number 8, you can see, but God shall shoot at them with an arrow. And notice the next phrase, suddenly they shall be wounded without them knowing where, where is it coming from. Because the Lord will allow it to happen. So God in his vengeance against the enemies of David. As the people bend their bows, the Lord also will bend his bows against and shoot the arrows at the wicked. And again, and verse number verse number eight, you will find there, uh, verse number eight. <clears throat> so they will make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away. I don't I, I you have read the Bible, and I read the Bible, and there's a there's a portion also that uh, I think it was Gideon, uh, who fought against um, uh, several thousands of people, and just him with his three hundred men. All of a sudden, you know, without them fighting and and throwing their, um, you know, or 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 uh, thrusting at them with their sword, the enemies are fighting against themselves. And the people of God are just watching them. And then when everyone is dead, that's the time that they go there just to collect the, you know, the, um, the spoil. So again, this is what happened to, to this situation. David, just watch them. Just wait for them until God will be finished at them. In verse, in verse, number, um, verse number 8. And here in verse number 9, Verse number 9, uh, it says, And all men shall fear and shall declare the work of God. You see, it's not about David's brilliance. It's not about his, you know, uh, um, art of war. In this, in this time, he did, he did not use his sword. In this time, he did not use his strength. But in this time, the Lord uses his strength and to, def to defend David. And that is why David praised the Lord for his mercy and for his deliverance. He said in verse number 9, And all men shall flee and shall declare the word of God. This is what God wants you know, to happen. That in the end of our victory, the Lord will be magnified. The Lord will be glorified. And for they shall wisely consider of his doing. The people will, will see the working of God in the life of David. And they will praise the Lord. These people that see how David was protected. How David was, was you know, um, uh, vindicated by the Lord. It is the Lord who vindicated David. And therefore the people looking at this situation will play, uh, praise the Lord. So again, in the end, that's uh, the praises that um, that the Lord had gotten from the people who sees His works. 
in verse number 10, verse number 10, the righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him. Because of the testimony of David and how the Lord helped him, the people will begin to trust in the Lord. My friend, if, if you have like situation in your life and you have a testimony that you just leave it unto the Lord, you trust in God, and when the Lord will come to your rescue and your help and will deliver you from all of your trouble, then the people around you see it. Then these people around you that see it will praise the Lord. And they will also begin to trust in the Lord in their own personal life. Why? Because they see how the Lord works. They see how the Lord delivers His people. And if the Lord delivers His people, and if you become also God's people, then God will help you in the same way. That is faith. That is where faith comes. That is where faith, you know, begins to, to come into the heart of the person, and that person will trust in the Lord in, in also in, in his own personal experience in life. All of us will have that um, danger, uh, um, dangerous situations in life, maybe now or the future. And we have the situation here of David uh, that we see how he trusted in the Lord and how the Lord delivered him. The same thing also, uh, we expect that the Lord will come to our rescue and deliver us when we are in a dangerous situation. So here, David is really um, a person here that the Lord uses because... God knows the heart of David that this man will always trust in him. And because David is um, trusting the Lord, then the people around David and all of us that, that sees the, the situation and the life of David will also get affected and we begin to trust in the Lord. We begin to put our faith in God because we know that the Lord delivers. We know that the Lord will rescue the Lord will uh, help us in time of our need. You see, again, we understand that there are people that will hate you. There are people that will not like you at all, whatever you do. There are people that will just, you know, uh, waiting for you to, um, to, be, to, be, to be destroyed. And these people maybe are angry at you, but I will tell you, my friend, no matter what's the anger of these people, the wrath of man is no match with the wrath of God. Amen. All we need to do is put our trust in the Lord and leave it unto the Lord. Rest your case in the Lord because the Lord is your del deliverer. And the Lord is, is already a proven, and He has been proven that He is the one that delivers His people. So everyone that will put his trust in the Lord will be saved. Blessed is the man that put his trust in the Lord. In contrast to that, woe unto the man, or cursed be the man that trusted in man, whose, whose strength is his flesh, is his arm. And the Lord will bless those people that, um, put, will, uh, that will put his trust in him. In closing verse, let's, uh, I will read again verse number one. Hear my voice, O God, in my prayer, Preserve my life from fear of the enemy. You see, David did not allow the fear to control him. 
He has fear, but he does not allow that fear to control him. Because if he did, before the enemy shoot their arrow, he's already done. If you if you are afraid of your enemy, before that enemy comes, you are already destroyed. Because you have fear. That is why this prayer of David, his prayer is not really about so much on the enemy. His prayer, first and foremost, is his fear. That this fear will not control his life. He said, Hear my voice, O God, in my prayer. Preserve my life from fear. That fear is a dangerous thing in our life. If we allow that fear to control you, then you are done. You are destroyed. But the best thing how to control this fear, how to counter this fear, is to give this unto the Lord. Lord, do not allow fear to control me. Help me, Lord, to, um, to, to rise up over this fear. Because fear um, has torment. The Bible says it has torment. So David is really right in these things. He knows the presence of the enemies. He knows the, how, how, how cruel the enemies are. He knows how um, bitter they are. But again, he recognizes the first enemy that he has is his fear. He recognizes that, that he needs to control that fear and that real, you know, people that are, that are uh, seeking his destruction uh, can be taken care of God. God will take care of those people, but David has to take care of his own fear. But he puts this forward also to the Lord. He asks the Lord to preserve his life from fear of the enemy. You see, fear is a is a one thing here that um, is highlighted by David. But we have not really talked so much about the fear, uh, and we only talk about how David approached this kind of situation in his life, and he did this really well. And as we can see, how he he um, um, tried to maneuver all these things. All he need all he needed to do is put his trust in the Lord, and because of his faith in the Lord. Everything will just fall into place and David was delivered and the Lord was glorified and the Lord is really good to his life. And again, it's not just to David because all of us will have this kind of little um, uh, enemies that we have. We have also these um, um, problems in life and all of these problems, I believe we cannot handle it. All of us will face problems. All of us will face enemies. But if we put our faith in the Lord, put our trust in the Lord and, and um, you know, just giving it to Him, we know that the Lord will deliver us also um, and, and will help us and give us victory over our little enemies. Let's bow our in prayer. Let's pray and ask the Lord and um, for blessing of His Word. Let's pray. Our Father in Heaven, thank you, Lord, once again for uh, giving us this um, um, testimony of David this morning. Um, how, Lord, that um, he has these enemies around him. Uh, we do not know what David, what caused these people to get angry at him and what caused these people to decide to try to destroy him. But, Lord, we understand that um, uh, he's not perfect. David is not perfect and far from being perfect. And, and yet, Lord, um, he puts his trust in you. And, Lord, when he puts his trust in you, he has that confidence that, 
you will hear his prayer and he will, you will deliver his life from destruction. And you delivered, Lord, and you help him, and therefore he praised you. Oh God, I pray that um, we will also begin to learn to put our trust in you. And that, Lord, whenever we have problems of our own, that we know, Lord, that you will also come to, to help and you will come to our rescue. And you will deliver us as you did to um, um, the faithful men of the past. And Lord, this day, this morning, um, help us, Lord, to understand this uh, principle that when we put our trust in you, you will come to deliver us um, against our enemies. And Lord, you are still true and the same today. And you, we still believe, Lord, that what you did to uh, David and many others in the past, you will also uh, do the same today to us. And Lord, we thank you for um, being our God, our faithful God, who deliver us from all our uh, enemies. And we thank you, Lord, that uh, you are the God that uh, loves us so much and help us also to love you back. And thank you, Lord, once again for uh, this lesson this morning. And I pray that um, we will be able to see this in our real, real experience because there's a great blessing, Lord, to see your power, to see your miracles upon our lives. And your miracles, Lord, and favor will always be the joy, the rejoicing of our heart. And Lord, thank you for your goodness to us this morning once again. Thank you for um, loving us. And thank you, Lord, for showing that um, whenever we put our trust in you, you will help us and deliver us. We praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's take a break. And um, I would like that everyone will occupy the seats at the front because it's really hard for people to come and then they will come in the front and then go to their seats so next time when after our break when we come back we occupy